Okay, I have things going up and down on my end. How about yours? I have things on my end. You do! You do have things on your end. Yeah. All right, here we go. The (laughs) T-Bone. And chick Let's God bless. All these years, just get it right one time. What do you want from me? 40 years they've been trying. You couldn't fire somebody if they were horrible, doing a terrible job for the veterans. And now you can say you're fired. Okay. No one listens to radio. And now for a quick disclaimer. The T-Bone. And Chick Brew. Show is brought to you by nobody. We have no sponsors. The show is still rated G. For Glorious. Coming to us live via Chita Mexico. Yes. Yes. Oh, my goodness. It is so great to have you in almost the same time zone. Hello, Chick Brew. weird. (laughs) I wasn't doing any math when I was trying to tell you. I was like, I think it's only one hour. I think it's only one hour. (laughs) Yes, you're in Central Eastern time, I believe, right? Yeah, I call it Texas time. You you (laughs) are in Tejas time, yes. Yeah, which is also weird for me. To be in the same time zone as my parents. Well, uh, either way, it's just uh, it's it's glorious to see you. Of course, tell us about your travels through England, and uh, I, I of course you know I am a fan of yours, so of course I watch you on the the Facebooks. I've seen what you've been doing. Share it with the audience. How you got all the way to Mexico City with a, a short stop there in England. So everywhere we've gone has been uh, experiencing a heat wave, (laughs) (laughs) which in Mexico is not so bad because they understand air conditioning, even though they have very moderate weather. England doesn't understand air conditioning. They do not. For a established citizens. (laughs) I was like, we got on the bus, no AC, no windows that you can put down, just stifling on the train. No, just no air, just hot bodies in a tube flying under the ground. Awful. Um, Hotel, no AC. Oh, no. That is a no-go. That is a no-go. I literally was just like living from one shower, one cold shower to the next. Ladies and gentlemen, if you do hotel reviews, the most important thing you could possibly put on a hotel review is cold AC. If it doesn't yeah. have cold AC, I, I, how can it? Because we know, we know European hotels. We don't stay in hotels less than four stars in Europe. You know this. A four-star hotel has got to have freaking AC. It's got to have AC. England is its own situation. They're like, oh, we don't know what hot is. It's never hot here. <laughs> it's hotter. It was hotter in London than it is here when, in Mexico. When uh, Europe experiences a heat wave and the news comes on and says, a hundred people died. And we're all like, what? How is that possible? How, how do a hundred people die during a heat wave? Just... I came home last night, and the temperature in the house was 77. And I said, Alexa, set the temperature to 70, and she did. It was that easy. I didn't die. (laughs) Yeah, well, I know now. I know now how that happens because there's no air conditioning. First world country, no AC. I'm thinking not first world. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Unacceptable, exactly. Public transportation, no air conditioning. Unacceptable. I feel like hang my torso out the window. (laughs) (laughs) From this um, day forward, England is not on my bucket list. I am not going to England until they fix the AC situation. But we had a great time. The concert was awesome. Then the day after we got up super early, flew from Heathrow into Miami. Uh, Miami was fun because it was kind of like being in between Spain and America and Mexico all at the same time. Yeah, Heathrow sucks. Miami is awesome. English. Heathrow wasn't that bad. It was crazy. We had no issues. We didn't even have to take stuff out of our bags. They're like, nope, don't take your computer out. <laughs> I got to stay mostly dressed. Didn't have to take off my shoes. Just had to take off my sweatshirt. It was crazy. Yeah, I was in Heathrow 
um, flying back to Sicily to see the lady that would become my future bride. I'm in Heathrow. I'm minding my own business. I'm not bothering anybody. And faintly, distinctly, I hear my Christian name being called across the, the, the PA system. And I'm like, that, that doesn't make any sense. So they wouldn't they wouldn't call me over the PA system. I haven't done anything wrong. I'm wearing pants. <laughs> and uh, they call me again. And and again, it's very faint and it's distant. And I think it's my name they're calling. So I go to one of the little uh, local PA stations there. And I was like, I think they're calling my name. I'm not sure. And she's like, oh, yes, you need to go to gate D32. Okay, so away I went to gate D32 or whatever it was. And they required me to visually observe my luggage being loaded into the plane. For whatever reason, I I don't look like a terrorist, but on this particular day at Heathrow, I had to uh, act like a terrorist and say, yes, even if there were bombs in those bags... Those are my bags. You can load them into the plane. That makes no sense. <laughs> Here, go ahead, put them on. Yeah. What? <laughs> so they load them into the plane. I then get on the plane and I go from Heathrow to Catania, to Catania, Sicily. Now, when I get off the plane in Catania, a place where I actually speak the language, unlike England, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I get off the plane. My luggage doesn't get off the plane. You know, I'm still boyfriend at this point. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be, uh, I'm boyfriend, you know? There are several stages in a relationship. At this point in the relationship, I am boyfriend. I have a bag of clothes, and the second bag is nothing but gifts. And uh, it, it is scheduled out to be one gift for every day of my return. The second bag doesn't get off the plane, which I personally watch loaded onto the plane so i'm having this huge argument with the airplane people and i'm like no they called me they made me watch this get loaded onto the plane i know it's on the plane please give me my bag and they refused to do it and it was one of the many times i had to choose between going to jail Or, or or surrendering. Did you I, ever get your bag? I did not. I did not get my bag. The the only oh other plane stop was uh, Malta. The plane went from Heathrow to Catania to Malta, and then it returned. And there was nothing I could do. I had made the argument that I could make, and any further argument would have ended me in jail. My girlfriend at the time was waiting for me on the other side of the sliding door, had no idea what was going on. (laughs) And I kind of, I didn't want to lose that opportunity. So I gave up on the argument. The plane left. The plane went to Malta. In Malta, they said, oh, uh, look at us. We got the extra bag. Uh, And... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and when they flew back to Catania the next day, there was my bag and I had to come back to the airport and pick it up. It all was good, but it wouldn't have been good had I, I it, it could have been good. I don't know. I just. It's a good thing you just cut your losses when I, you did. I did. I did. The only other time I almost went to jail over uh, some flight issues was flying from Naples back to Spain the customs guy stole my cheese. <laughs> That's why I would go to jail for that. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, there's no, there's no more anger than one man can muster up. I, I bought my cheese inside the yep. secured area of the airport yep. in Naples. But when That's I got to Madrid, for cheese. <laughs> when I got to Madrid, they made me go. I never left. Technically, I never left the airport, but they made me go through customs again. And when mm-hmm. I went through customs again, the guy took my cheese and I was pretty adamant that he wasn't going to take my cheese. I argued and argued. And again, I got to the point where I could have went to jail or I could have got on my flight. And uh, for cheese, I might. <laughs> As mad as I was. What I should have done, what I should have done is took that cheese out. Because 
it, and eaten it. Well, it was it was wicked in moisture. There was a, a wetness around the cheese because it was mozzarella di buffalo. It was beautiful. It was a giant freaking ball of mozzarella cheese. What I should have done is taken it out of the original packaging and and put my balls on it or spit. On it. I should have done something where it well, would. You know they ate that with their hamon. Oh, absolutely! At, There's no doubt in my mind that they had the the, they had my cheese for lunch, and it broke my heart. And to this day, I'm still so angry. I will never, I will never let that happen to me again. The next time somebody tries to steal my cheese at a foreign airport, I will defile that cheese. There is no doubt. I will defile that cheese. Yeah, don't just let it go quietly into the night. Yes, which I did. I I was a sucker and and let them steal my cheese without my balls all over. <laughs> definitely seems like the right thing to do. It would have definitely been because there's no doubt. There's no doubt they stole my cheese. Oh, it makes me so happy, angry. Anyway. So you leave the sweat box of the place that we call London and you get on a plane, you go to Miami. Miami's a wonderful airport. I love Miami. And then from it's my super clean and convenient. Yeah. From my jammy, you go to Chita, Mexico. Uh, tell us about arriving in Chita, Mexico. It's so funny because I never would have put Mexico like on my list of musts. From Texas, everyone that I knew growing up, they always went to Cabo, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, man, it's not really, not really on my list. And then I get down here and the city is absolutely gorgeous. I, after being in London and now Mexico City, I just, I need to know what in the actual frick is wrong <laughs> with New York City subway. Yeah, I think the same thing when I've been to China, when I've been to Korea. Uh, New York City subways, which have been around forever and a day, they need to unfrick themselves, if you will. They're so disgusting. <laughs> I mean, we went, on, so we went on two metros, one train brand new, and it was absolutely gorgeous. It was like being in a Renfe train in, you know, the Madrid one. It was super nice. Air conditioned, super important. Um, <laughs> also, the stations, air conditioned, because... Yeah, because it's Mexico. Because it's civilized. We, we, we went in one older car, and yeah, like, it's been around for a while, but there was nothing questionable on the seat. It wasn't kind of wet. Nothing was really extra sticky. The floor looked as though it had been swept and quite possibly mopped that day. <laughs> it was, it's just, and then you go to New York and you're like, I don't think anyone's ever cleaned the inside of this train. This gum has been here since 1984. I'm such a racist. I, I, uh, on the subways of New York, I would never, I would never sit near a white person. <laughs> no, because of lice and, you know, just, uh, black hair and lice don't mix. But white hair and lice do mix. So I would never sit where there was a possibility of a white person sitting next to me or behind me because lice can jump from one human being to another. So, yeah, uh, that's that's my racism story. I don't sit next to white people on the subway. <laughs> but uh, when you get down into the Mexico area, uh, I don't know much about Mexican hair. Maybe I think Mexican hair can can also tolerate lice. I don't that, know. I don't really care. I've never gotten lice on a subway, so I'm that would fine. be that would be more of a challenge <laughs> to avoid sitting next to a Mexican hair person. <laughs> so you get off the subway, you go to see the uh, the in laws. Now tell yeah. me about the the situation. Do the in laws got a nice pad? I assume they do. Yeah, no, where we're staying, super nice. Um, lots of stuff to see, walk around, do. Uh, we went into town, went to the Frida Kahlo house yesterday, which was awesome. A great little museum. I like museums, period. But I really appreciate museums that are like, this is a two-hour museum. Two hours being the maximum amount of time that you should spend in there. And everything else is like... You're not overwhelmed. There's enough things to see, read, and enjoy. 
without being like, I'm going to be here all day. I'll be honest with you. Every, every museum I've been to is a two hour museum. I've been to the (laughs) freaking Louvre and the Louvre was a two hour museum because that's about as much attention as you're going to get from me. I'll give you two hours to look at your old stuff. But uh, <laughs> after two hours, yeah. I'm done. And, and the Louvre, they say to, like, see every exhibit that's in the Louvre, I, I guess to leer at every exhibit that's in the Louvre, it takes, like, two weeks. Nope. Uh, nope. It's two hours. Yeah. Uh, two hours. See, oh, look, like there's the Mona Lisa. Like- oh, 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 look, there's the bottom of the pyramid. Oh, oh, look, uh, there's a pickpocket sign. I- <laughs> oh, oh, there. Where's my wallet? <laughs> <laughs> two hours, man. The Officie in Florence, the Louvre, two hours. The, the one with David in Florence. Oh, that one that, is literally just go see the David and get out. Well, I mean, <laughs> his ass is so chiseled. It's, it's Are those sirens in the background? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's are like you- you're back in New York. No, because there were no gunshots proceedings. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. Sometimes I think about poor New York and I'm just like, bless your heart. <laughs> I think about New York often, but at the same time, I'm just, I don't miss it. I, uh, living in the city is, uh, is different. And, and most people don't understand what it's like living in the city. And yeah, I don't. I don't miss it. And I'm sure if I went back, I'd be like, yay, look at me. I'm in the city. But the, 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 the moment I leave there, I would be excited. I would be ecstatic. Like, yay, I'm no longer. I can breathe in- again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Especially, I mean, it, it, it's just going downhill. I, I lived in the city in the 80s, and it was a dangerous, dangerous place to live. And then, you know, Rudy Giuliani came along and they made the city better. And then something happened and it's going back to what it used to be where it's. I will say the difference from when I was there, because we got married in New York in what, 2017. Sounds right. It was fine. It was fine. After COVID, I went to school. I was there for an extended period of time between 2017 and 2021. Just trash. (laughs) <laughs> it, it was not good yeah it, it has completely changed I wouldn't I wouldn't want to go back and I love the city I, I, I love I, I go there all the time you know I love it I also I love the city but it makes it super sad it's like seeing an old friend that's just taking the pills a little too hard <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing you can do you know you, you still love them but you're kind of at a loss as to how to help. So what else is on your schedule for this week while you're in Chita, Mexico? So I'm going to go in a hot air balloon. Wish me luck. I hope I don't die. My hands are sweating just thinking about it. Um, this is the this is the thing that you've been dealing with. No, this is a new addition. There's also the parapenting, which is a whole nother situation. What is parapenting? It's like, um, like paragliding, except for you have a... Well, not me. I don't have. I'm attached to a person with a parachute, and then they just run you off a cliff, and you just. So post. you're paragliding tandem. Yeah. When I jumped out of airplanes, the tandem thing hadn't been invented yet. This was in three out. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. This was in the 80s. There was no tandem. They sent you through a small class, and they took you up to 10,000 feet and threw you out of an airplane. That's what they did. I am glad, even though I hated the experience. I absolutely hated the experience. I do not enjoy skydiving at all. And I did it three times in that same day in Puerto Rico many, many years ago. But I would have hated it even more had it been a tandem thing. I, I, on the other hand, no, because if it was up to me, I would just still be in the plane. I know that I need that grown man that's behind me to run off that cliff. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> no part of like, no atom in my body is going to be like, yeah, this is a great idea. You should definitely run off that cliff. No, I need that human to be the locomotive <laughs> Push me forward. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's me. Maybe it's my 
gayophobia. I don't know, but having having an excited man with an erection attached to me as I uh, descend. Is that happening? (laughs) What? Yes, I am the kind of person that gets an erection when they get excited. So I've always assumed that the person attached to my buttocks would also get an erection because they were also excited. For the life of me, I am just glad that the tandem thing didn't exist when I was forced to jump out of airplanes. And, and, And now that it exists, I would never jump out of an airplane again. It may be different. It may be a compliment for someone like you, but for me, it was neither a compliment nor was it encouraged or wanted. So, yeah, (laughs) since the tandem thing was invented, I, I have not jumped out of it. First of all, let's be clear. I hate jumping out of airplanes. I hate it. I've done it three times. I will never do it again. And if I am forced to ever do it again, there will not be a male uh, attached to me. I no 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 no. You stay. You stay right there. I'm gonna do this on my own. I am not. I am not jumping out of this plane with someone attached to my back. I I'm not. I'm not a thrill seeker. I foolishly married into. <laughs> so they uh, more adventurous than I. They have you going up in a hot air balloon which you don't want to do, number one. And they have you parasailing, which you don't want to do, number two. Here's the thing. It's not that I don't want to do it. It sounds like you don't want to do it. I don't like being scared. <laughs> On both accounts. You, you, you don't like both accounts. I'm going to do it. Every and there, there is something to being said to doing things you don't want to do. It does give you life experiences. It, it does make life amazing and beautiful and wonderful. But at the same time, you know, if you, you don't want to have that guy behind you who's excited to be parasailing. I think I think at least on that one, maybe not so much on the hot air balloon, but at least on that one, you You're can. T- a lot on man who has done nothing so far. <laughs> um, no, every year I like to do at least one thing that makes me uncomfortable or is scary. I I, 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 I am rooting for you, but this is two things I that know. make I'm you uncomfortable. It's my, COVID, it's my COVID makeup. Oh, okay. You know, we'll say we'll say that 2020 was not. I believe <laughs> I a lot of opportunities. The, me and the listeners are excited to see the video of you not only hair, hot air ballooning, but also paragliding. We're looking forward to that. So please make sure to uh, document accordingly. I will try my best. All you hear is, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that feels <laughs> like an erection. <laughs> I will let you know. I'll let you know. <laughs> if you get a text from me, damn it, you were right. You know exactly. <laughs> hey, you got, got any got headlines for me? About. Have, <laughs> not just the edge of the cliff. Do you have any headlines for me? Of course, of course. And now it is time for headlines from around the globe. As a reminder to anybody out there that has never listened to us before. Oh, by the way, I've gotten a lot of great feedback this week. Some of our listeners have actually uh, conversed with me. And uh, I just want to share the fact that thank you, as always, thank you for listening. Thank you for being listeners. And uh, yeah. I appreciate your feedback. Uh, Moving on, here's how this works. She gives me a headline. Sometimes the headlines are contributed by our listeners. Remember, if you're going to send a headline to Chick Brew, do not do it in the open forum. Send it to her as a direct message because uh, I I don't want any advance. I, I, I take these things as they come. Uh, This is the first time I'm going to hear the headline that she's going to provide us. And I'm going to do my best to mine this headline for some type of humor or truth or something. We only guarantee one laugh an hour. So if you've already got your one laugh in this hour, well, you know, that's all we guarantee. 
<laughs> but we don't charge for extra. So here we go with this week's uh, headline. One of two, we get headlines. Police hunt down dinosaur following South Dakota heist. Uh, there's only one way this works out obviously it wasn't a real dinosaur uh the they haven't gotten to that technology yet to the the whole uh uh, raising the what is the the mammoth using the uh the the indian elephant yes the african elephant to make a mammoth uh but this is clearly uh an idiot blow up air bubble dinosaur costumes which have uh, had i not had personal experience with it wouldn't be nearly as funny as it is so here's the deal my friend george is is one of uh, many friends they were in a dinosaur costume and we were doing this thing called a caveman run where many of us were dressed as caveman and some of us were dressed as dinosaurs and they were in the dinosaur costume that you all are all thinking of the blow up air conditioned but it's not really air conditioned it's, it's not just it's, it's not like london <laughs> it's just it's just air and your own personal moisture. And my friend George is he's chasing the caveman down the boardwalk there in Rhoda. And everyone's laughing that there's cave people and then there's a dinosaur. Everyone's laughing and enjoying and having a good time. And then the dinosaur goes down. Dinosaur goes down hard and uh, we can't get the suit off of uh, the dinosaur fast enough. So we basically cut the dinosaur open so the human inside can live because it's very, very moist and sticky. And so the bank robbers, where was this? Where did this bank robbery take place? South Dakota. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way this guy is surviving in South Dakota because as he tries to make his getaway, first of all, remember small steps because they, you know, little bitty, little bitty legs and little bitty arms, small steps, overheating. He's not even going to make it back to his car before somebody has to cut him out. And if he doesn't have an accomplice right there, he's dying on the spot. And and then the police show up. And then when they go to arrest him, they just take his little bitty dinosaur arms and they and they put them in handcuffs. It's, and the, the funniest perp walk that could ever possibly exist is tiny little dinosaur hands. Tiny little dinosaur hands being uh, handcuffed and, and, and walked in front of the police station. How far off am I there, Chick Brew? So I'll tell you, when I read this headline, I thought the exact same thing. But it was an actual dinosaur robbing a bank. It was a bunch of teenagers. They stole a dinosaur sculpture thing from a museum. (laughs) They weren't even dressed up like dinosaurs. I would have been like, that's obviously the way to go. Bunch of losers. Losers, right? I thought, but when I read it, I was like, I hope they get raped a lot in prison. (laughs) (laughs) What are you in for? Uh, I pretended to like rob a dinosaur. Uh, (laughs) Let's pretend we're skydiving. (laughs) He's told dinosaur. All right, do you have another headline for me? I sure do. Bus 666 will no longer go to hell Poland after protests from Christian conservatives. The thing is, bus 666 going to hell Poland has been running for like 30 years since they invented buses. This bus numbered 666 has been going to hell Poland. Two things here. Polish people who we've been making fun of for years and years and years. There is no good Polak joke without a Pole being involved. Number one, if your city is named Hell, maybe you should change it. Maybe, maybe Hell isn't the best name for a city. Dildo. Dildo's a great name for a city. That's an actual place that does exist. Uh, But Hell... 
not a good place for a city. And, and, and then the bus with the mark of the beast on it, 666 going to hell, someone... Again, 30 years ago, thought that was hilarious. Some pole with a good sense of humor goes, Do you know this be good? Yeah. (laughs) I don't even even know how freaking. That was like a mouthful of balls. Yeah, I don't even know how Polish (laughs) people speak. All I I know is from years and years and years, my, my father. My father always had Polak jokes. Uh, my my aunt Devona, she married a Polak, and uh, that that only in, inspired him to make more Polak jokes. My Polak uncle Ivan. <laughs> uh, I guess I shouldn't make fun of him because my Polak uncle Ivan. Um, at least my father believed he killed my aunt Devona. Uh, I don't know. They were you know big big dairy money. They're in New York State. They were <laughs> big dairy. <laughs> and that's a wonderful thing about really not uh, having any close relationships with my family. I just, uh, I can make fun of the, the possible murders that occurred by my Polak Uncle Ivan. Ha ha ha. He actually, alive? Uh, I think he's alive. Uh, my aunt Devona clearly is not, uh, but but I always thought that was the most beautiful name in the family, Devona. I thought th- I thought that was a beautiful name, and uh, I, I'm sorry she's gone. But I mean, you know, with with the exceptional visits to the the Polak dairy farm, I really didn't know her that well. And <laughs> that's enough about me. <laughs> Are you sure? That's a Dateline episode in the future, hopefully, where they find out he did murder her and they put his ass in jail. I don't know. Uh, those uh, those are our headlines for this week. Are you ready? Now it's time for a fan favorite segment. It's J-Bone uh, telling us, uh, well, here's our intro. And now, J-Bone reads from the book Forgotten Jokes. For older folks. Hey, T-Bone. Hey, Chick Brew. It's J-Bone. <laughs> and I'm here to read a few jokes. This first one is about the big M, menopause. Mm. <laughs> if you ask my husband, I've been going through it for 20 years. Okay. <laughs> menopause just sort of sneaks up on you. One day you're 30 and your body temperature is normal. The next day you're 50 and people are gathering around you using your body as a heating lamp. (laughs) (laughs) You know what made that joke better? Anything. No, actually, you know, because it's it's 20 years. Again, it's not J-Bone's fault. She's just reading the joke. She reads the jokes emphatically. But uh, if one day you're 30 and you whatever the issue is, and then the next day you're 31 and then the issue instead of the 20 years in between would have made that a better joke. Anyway, now it's time for the second joke for this week's episode. Anyway, all right. Did you hear about the fast food restaurant chain that got caught serving kangaroo meat in their burgers? It brings a whole new meaning to pocket sandwiches, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> As someone who identifies as a kangaroo, I take offense to that. Thank you, J-Bone, as always, reading from the uh, Forgotten Jokes for Older Folks. Lunsby. Lunsby, baby. She makes me laugh. She's a good person. <laughs> yes, uh, those are those are pretty bad jokes. They're pretty, but yes, but they were wonderful. They are red with such conviction they are definitely read with such conviction i think it's time to talk about it's time to talk about cooking and tonight prove one thing you know all you are on vacation but you were in england and you are in chitameco uh, do you have any food things to talk? Did you have any fish and chips when you were in of London? Of course I had fish and chips. Of course I did. And they were delightful. Mushy peas and all. <laughs> you know, uh, I swear by all that is holy that the best fish and chips that exist are not in London. 
Uh, probably. <laughs> Roy's in Gibraltar. Oh, yeah. Is the best fish and chips I've ever had in the world. And like, so like Stevie there at uh, Shamrocks. I love his fish and chips. They are, they, it's good. It is not Roy's. Roy's in Gibraltar, best fish and chips in the world. To include Gatwick and Heathrow Airports. It is the best fish and chips in the world. But uh, uh, aside from fish and I chips. I also had, I had a Korean fried chicken and waffles. <laughs> All right. So fried chicken and waffles is is fun. It's fun. And the only reason no fried chicken and waffles is fun is because of a place called Roscoe's there in Los Angeles, where I was able to see Snoop Dogg in a restaurant eating fried chicken and waffles. And it, and it's famous, Roscoe's Fried Chicken and Waffles. But honestly, fried chicken and waffles don't really go together. They don't. Now, no. to take it up a notch, to add Korean barbecued chicken or, or Korean fried chicken. And but it had Korean barbecue sauce on it instead of syrup. It was Man, so I lived in Korea for two years. I, I love... The picture you are showing me right now. I love Korean barbecue chicken. We would uh, every, I think it was Thursday. I think it was Thursday because of the AFN delay there in the Chiefs barracks. We would order what we call the Zoom chicken. It was the name of the company. It was a Zoom chicken. And we would order that. And it was barbaric. It was so insanely hot. And me and a, a couple of buddies, we would sit down. Me, Doug, and uh, Pete. The me, Doug, and Pete, we would sit down there in the barracks, and we would watch Survivor, and we would eat this chicken that was, if you could make it through the box, y- you were doing a good thing because the the box of chicken had about twelve pieces of chicken in it, but it was so insanely hot. It was so unbelievably hot that making it all the way through was a challenge and then of course the next day uh, uh, it made another challenge (laughs) oh i gotta tell you tell me speaking of another challenge my mother-in-law has a portable bidet tell me how a portable bidet works you fill it with water Uh uh-huh and then you just it's got like it's like a water bottle, uh-huh. and then it has a nozzle that kind of comes off at an angle. Uh-huh. So you just... <laughs> I need video. Somewhere that you, you can't... <laughs> a quick rinse, if you will. That's awesome. A portable bidet. Your mother-in-law has just got... She gained like five points. Her, her coolness factor. Pretty, pretty she cool. was already pretty cool. Her coolness factor just went up a little bit. Which one of them... Is the employee? Is it the? Is it your father-in-law or your mother-in-law? That's father-in-law. The, the father-in-law is the employee of the Department of State. Right. Nice. So she's just a trophy wife. She is <laughs> number one. My my esposa, which means handcuffs in Spanish, if you've paid attention to anything along the way. My esposas, she uh, she was out of town this weekend, so it was just me and the boy. So if it's just me and the boy, it's just me and the boys. <laughs> you eating know, liver. you know, we're eating liver, and uh, that's what we did. Uh, she left on a, a Friday, Friday afternoon. I went to the store. I bought a bunch of liver. And uh, cooked it up, and me and uh, Zeus have been eating liver all weekend long. She came back today. None the, the, the wiser. She has no idea that uh, there was liver cooked in the house. Because I opened the windows. I turned on the fan. I aired the place out. There is no remnants of an aroma of liver. But we had a blast. He, he enjoys the livers. I enjoy the livers. She hates the smell. So that's what we do when she's not around, you know. 
Well, when once upon a time when I was. Boys will eat liver together in the living room while watching. Once upon a time when I was a bad person, I might have done other things while my wife was out of town. Now it's just I sneak liver into the house. <laughs> One day, this too will be you. Hey, well, you know, I, I don't feel I don't feel too bad about it. I feel pretty, I feel pretty daggone good about the fact that that's the worst I do now. Okay, <laughs> so we've done news, we've done uh, the cooking. I think what we also need to talk about is. It is time for a resolution rewards update. You have said... I was afraid there was going to be a remix version. Why? I thought you were going to maybe play the one that I was joking around with. Oh, yeah. Christina, (laughs) Tommy. (laughs) So you had mentioned that uh, because of me... You were you were motivated to get out there and to get your videos in. For the record, I, I'm not the one holding you accountable. Okay, you hold yourself accountable. You're the one that decided to go on vacation and hang out in London and Mexico City. If you don't get your videos in, that's not on me. That's on you. It's not that you're holding me accountable. It's that you made me paranoid. <laughs> about time and space when I wasn't paranoid about time and space before. So you're saying if I wouldn't have said anything, it's possible you could have tapped out already and I would save myself some money? Is that what you're saying? No. (laughs) I just wouldn't be like so focused on... I don't think, first of all, I don't believe Tommy listens. I don't believe he listens to the show. If he did listen to the show, I would like to believe there would be more comments from him. I, I think he expects his wife to listen to the show and, and to report anything we may say about him to him. So the offer that I have made to you to uh, tap out in advance of the July 1st deadline, I, I think I need to make directly to Tommy via his beautiful wife. Tommy, if you tap out right now, <laughs> I, I would be willing to pay you the amount of the winnings and, 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 and an extra 50 bucks. I could save myself 50 bucks if I could get him to tap out before. I would lose my money. <laughs> yes, yes. I Wait, shoot. That doesn't work yeah. at all, does it? <laughs> Because I still got to pay you. (laughs) I I am so bad at fixing fights. (laughs) Can I just... uh, We'll just see how this thing works out, all right? We're just going to play it out and see how it works out. Uh, Hopefully, one of these two tap out before July the 1st. Because on July the 1st, I personally, out of my pocket have to double the pot because I'm such a genius because I have such wonderful ideas on how to make this show better that I'm willing to dedicate my money to the you know you're the co-host you should come up with half I buy you stickers <laughs> true he those did. stickers cost more than this whole thing really <laughs> Dan, I got you good stickers with the good gloss. You got the good stickers with the the murder uh, paint job. Yes. Whatever that is. Yes, the murdering stickers. So, uh, as a reminder to everybody else that's not really paying attention, the uh, the Resolution Rewards Program was something that we did at the beginning of the year where uh, we encourage our listeners to engage for a small amount of money to win a larger amount of money. And as time has evolved, most of those participating have faded away. We are down to our final two. We're down to, to Tommy and Chick Brew. And uh, whichever one of them falls out next will finally allow us to have one winner and one winner only. As of July the 1st, the pot will double. The monetary reward will double. And that leads us into December. And come December, if these two are still 
posting workout videos every single day. When we get to December, number one, they should both look amazing. They should both look like they've been working out for the entire year. And number two, one of them is going to win a, a substantial amount of money, and they're going to win that money based on a tiebreaker. And that tiebreaker is going to be number of likes on uh, the end of the year video thingy they do. So we'll uh, we'll see how that works out. I am excited. All right, I'm not excited about paying the extra money on July the first, <laughs> but I am very excited about the end of the year tiebreaker competition videos i'm excited to see what you and tommy do if we get to that point and i'm also excited to see the crowd's response so that is your resolution rewards update there we go and that is that (laughs) Uh, and now we're gonna uh, throw in a commercial hey everybody it's t-bone Did you know you can listen to The Luns B Show on the iHeartRadio app? The team at iHeartRadio has created two new features on the app. You can now auto-download to your device and be notified when other new episodes are released, all for free using the iHeartRadio app. And you can listen to The Luns B Show from anywhere. iHeartRadio. Discover music, radio, and podcasts you'll love. And now it is time for Facts from the Book of Everything. Every week we go into the Book of Everything and and try to provide you with two interesting, entertaining factoids that uh, you will appreciate. And the wonderful thing about these factoids is if if they are good, they stick with you forever. So, um... (laughs) (laughs) here we go Uh, fact number one from the book of everything and this is basically uh because of your most recent visit about half a million mice live in the london underground yep there you go i believe that half a million mice live in the sauna that is the london underground i think that makes because we saw one one saw one right how many rats the size of tigers are living in the New York City subway? Without a doubt. Without a doubt. The biggest rats you will ever Five see million. are definitely Five in the million. subway. Yeah. <laughs> in the New York City subway. Here's another thing about London that you may not have known. Per head of population, Britain has 13 times as many accountants as Germany. Yeah, I am also perplexed by that statistic. You know what else we noticed a lot of in London? <laughs> what? Barbershops. 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 Like three, four, five per block. Barbershops. Uh, there was a stat in here about barbershops, and I guess I missed it. I, I remember my friend Pete. <laughs> I, uh, I... I superimposed his picture on an ad that I saw in Copenhagen and the ad was outside of the club and the club said, uh, I believe it was probably the best gay club in Copenhagen was the, the, was the, (laughs) so, so I, I just love the fact that they couldn't, they couldn't, they couldn't commit to the fact that they were the best gay club in Copenhagen. They had to go with probably the best gay club in Copenhagen. And that is what's on the window outside of the club. And I, I superimposed my friend's Pete right in front of it and as if he was the advertisement for probably the, the best gay club in Copenhagen. <laughs> Almost as good as I, Nails, and Colleen. What? In Colleen, there's a nail salon, or there used to be a nail salon, called Eye Nails. They're not great, but they eye. Eye, eye nails? Eye, like, all right. Eye? Eye. Eye nails. In anticipation of your departure this week, I actually had a co-host on standby, and, and I may still do an episode with him. I don't know. Um, 
you know, we'll, we'll try it out. But uh, he is in Kylene. I don't know if he's been to I Nails, but uh, it's kind of by the uh, La Quinta Denny's duo. La Quinta. <laughs> and Denny's they're the same they're the same establishment so many years ago me and the wife we go on a cruise out of uh, Orlando and Reggie and and, and his girlfriend they were out of Detroit and uh, they were dealing with all the refugees from the hurricane that hit Louisiana there was a bunch of countrified Katrina, yeah. There was a bunch of countrified people that had moved up to the Detroit area. And um, it's funny because, you know, countrified doesn't really equate <laughs> to, to ghetto. To, there, there's get, countrified and then there's ghetto. And uh, these people who were countrified moved up to the ghetto. And the ghetto people were like, these countrified people needs to go. And, <laughs> and Reggie's, I remember Reggie's girlfriend, uh, she was a special, special lady. She was straight ghetto. I love her to death. Can't remember her name, but they they stayed at the Laquisha the night before they got on a cruise ship. That never, that has never left me. I have never, I have never seen a La Quinta the same way again because they stayed at the Laquisha. Oh, mercy, mercy me. Oh, sorry, sorry, that didn't find any humor with you. I was kind of worried you might pass out there for a second. Yeah, well, sometimes when I laugh, I laugh. You know what it's time for? It's time uh, to acknowledge those people who've uh, survived another trip around the sun. Every week, we uh, take a moment to... uh, Acknowledge those people who've been with us for a year or more, and we we give them a little celebrations. And uh, if they're lucky, if they're fortunate, if they're willing, we give them this thing called a birthday boost. And uh, if they're not good enough to deserve a birthday boost, what we give them is this thing called an honorable mention. Starting with you, as always, Chick Brew, who is your first honorable mention? Aaron Walcott. I don't know if you remember him from Rhoda, but he and his roommate were in the barracks room next to mine. And his roommate had a tendency to move furniture and listen to EDM very loudly all night long. But also then you just hear the bed and then the chair. And Aaron would just scream shush super loud. So we just called him Shish Boy. Now he is a daddy and he is out of the military and it looks like he's actually doing pretty great for himself. So happy birthday, Aaron. I am surprised. Well, I'm not really surprised. I, once upon a time, there was a story about two young brothers that you know so well (laughs) there was you and there was me and we were a couple and uh things were great and then you left me and when you left me i had to make do and i made do with valerie carson that's right she had her own show and then every friday i would visit her in the studio and it was uh me and val and and val was a great replacement for you, but I, I'm glad you came back. Don't don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I listen to you guys. Sometimes I listen to you guys from Bahrain. She was she was awesome, but she was her. And Val went on to you know it's funny in the Navy she was a, a mass communication specialist. She was a broadcaster. Then she left the Navy to become a police officer. Whereas in the Navy I was a police officer. And kind of left the Navy to become a mass communication specialist. But she was a great partner in the absence of you. We had a wonderful time together. We laughed a lot together. And uh, what was the name of her, her her radio show? Carson Daly? Yes, Carson Daly. And, uh, and then it was, you know, T-Bone and Val. 
or whatever it was. She was amazing. She's awesome. And I, and I think a lot of her and, uh, don't, don't get it wrong. I don't want you to think, you know, yeah, I thinking of her when I should be thinking of you, you're, you're, you're the one I think of. I just also yeah. think of her, especially on her birthday, Valerie Carson, you are my birthday boost for this week. And I think of nothing but the biggest, the brightest and the best for you. Happy birthday there, Valerie. Who's your second birthday boost? Vinny Carmona. He, you do you know, you remember Carolyn from, uh, what is it, Embry-Riddle? Or no, is it Embry-Riddle? She's one of the Navy College representatives. Uh-huh. So Vinny is her boyfriend. He's the guy that DJs everything in Rhoda. Uh-huh. Vinny's DJ. He also teaches Spanish. He also occasionally will teach me some Spanish words, but more importantly, he is very forgiving of my terrible Spanish. So um, to Vin- Vinny and his little tiny dog that DJs is everything with him. Happy birthday. Can't wait to see you when I get back. I had I had fun. You know, I don't I, I have always said I don't speak Spanish, but the little bit of Spanish I do speak, I speak Perfectly, I I, I I have a perfect Andalusian accent, but I don't think much of it. You know, in the mornings, Miss Rosa she comes along and she she cleans up the building, and I speak to her in Spanish. And then the other day, I'm at the car wash, and unbeknownst to me, the young lady that's working at the car wash is also a, a Spanish speaker. So I said something to her in Spanish, and then she responded, Oh my God, you speak Spanish in Spanish. And I said, No, I don't speak Spanish. I said in Spanish. (laughs) 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 And then she told me to have a great weekend, and I said, Iwaramente. And she smiled and giggled and laughed because um, for a person who claims not to speak Spanish, I did very, very well in hablaing español. <laughs> I had I had a good time with it, so I enjoyed it very much. I I have a my second birthday boost is a toss up between one of two people, but as I think about it, I think the second person kind of treated me bad, so she is not getting a birthday boost. She'll get an honorable mention. I'll mention her. But I'm not giving her a birthday boost. I will give a birthday boost to David Lee Butts. <laughs> uh, uh, Dave is uh, a, a retired warrant officer, recently retired warrant officer. Him and his beautiful wife, they, they work uh, as realtors there in the Jacksonville, Florida area. I knew Dave back way, way back when he was a chief, and uh, I pulled one of my greatest pranks I ever pulled on him and his lovely wife and his beautiful child. They're just an amazing family, and uh, I can't believe can't believe he's born in '75. Just looking at that there, that's a it's kind of a surprise to me. That's the fake year I use is is '75 because <laughs> I don't put my real birthday on the internet. I don't put the real day, I don't put the real month or the real year. On the internet, I'm I'm at least five years younger. <laughs> so and David five pounds lighter, folks, don't worry. <laughs> so David Lee Butts, to you, my friend, I wish you nothing but the biggest, the brightest, and the best. Happy birthday to you. Now, who is on your honorable mention list? Honorable mention, Joe Lifto. Um, Chantel Barrymore, Shannon D, and I have a first birthday without this guy around. Um, Carrie's dad, Alan Cometer. So, heavenly birthday, miss you, man. Oh, that makes me sad. Yeah. I hate. I hate that. I hate the uh, acknowledgement of people that we have to do who are no longer with us. I'm. I'm taking an extra second here because my friend Kelly. I couldn't remember her last name. She doesn't use her last name in post, so I had to I had to remember what it was. Kelly Alasea. Kelly, it's your birthday. I the <laughs> in the movie Animal House when they return somebody from a heck of a party, they have them in a shopping cart and they roll them up to the front door of the Dean's house. The first time Kelly partied with us 
we pretty much did the exact same thing. We put her in a shopping cart and we delivered her to her husband because she was riggedy, riggedy wrecked. Uh, Brittany Gabrielle, my Canadian friend who uh, I've known through three continents. I, uh, I wish you nothing but the best. Christy Eads uh, and uh, uh, Jesse uh, Carpenter or Little Putin, as he's known. My list is pretty short this week. Between uh, Brittany and uh, Jesse, those are my hash of friends. So there it is. I wish them nothing but the biggest, the brightest, and the best. And happy birthday to all of you. I believe we have covered everything for this week. Uh, am I missing anything? I feel like there was something I wanted to tell you, but I, or like something I wanted to say, but I can't remember now. So I have a rant I want to go off on, and I have forgotten uh, to do it for weeks and weeks and weeks in a row. But I, I want to save that to the beginning. So in the beginning, we palaver, we, we, we BS back and forth, and that's the intro. And then we do our segments, and then we end. So uh, I will once again write a note down that the next time we talk, this is something I want to talk about. But other than that, I think we've hit all the buttons that we're supposed to hit. Wait, I got a new button over here. What is this new button? We got to say happy Father's Day to all the pappies. 2015, maybe. That sounds about right. We we did a, a live show on terrestrial radio. And in that, I did my annual Father's Day message where I... I talk about the greatest gift that you can give your dad is quality time. And, I, and I've been replaying that for years and years and years. I, I think it's a great message. I, I believe it to be a great message. I miss my daughters every day. And if they were to give me anything, I, wouldn't, I would appreciate nothing but quality time with them. And that's that. So, yeah, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. And no, single moms don't count. You still got your freaking Mother's Day, okay? You don't get Father's Day. It's I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> That's a good stopping point. Look at you learning. You're doing so good. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you for listening. And I remind you today, as I remind you every day, just be the best person that you could be. And if you are a great person today, be an even better person tomorrow. And don't forget that you are loved. Thank you for listening to T-Bone and Chick Brew. If you enjoyed that show, you should check out the Jerome McLean Show, independent media that won't reinforce tribalism. We have one planet and nobody's leaving, so let's reason together. You can find the Jerome McLean Show at the same place you actually listen to this show. Give it a shot. Good times, good times, good times.